Welcome to Two Pete in a Podcast, where we will talk about child health from birth right away through to adolescence, dealing with issues of illness, development, and everything else that is of importance. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Two Pizza in a Podcast. I am Michael Platten and I have Simon Strawn with me. Hello, everybody. Hi. We are in Season 2 and we're going to be talking about mouth infections. Last week, we went through mouth anatomy and irritation in the mouth and a couple of things about that. And we build up on that now with when something goes wrong. And what happens in the mouth is obviously we have the mouth, but then inside the mouth, things that you don't see is that... We all have bacteria in our mouth, and we call those commensals, so commensal organisms, and they work with us to help protect us. Because what they do is they help fight off abnormal infections or abnormal influxes of bacteria and viruses because they sort of set up shop there, they're happy there, and they keep their place. We actually have more bacteria and viruses living in us and on us and protecting us than we have our own cells of our own body. I heard once that we have about a kilogram of bacteria in our yeah, body. 1.2 kilograms of bacteria in your gut alone. Mm. And those bacteria, your commensals that are protecting you, are as unique to you as your fingerprints are. So that's a very important point, is that everywhere in the body, if you think that the the mouth and the bottom end are literally like in the exterior because the intestine even though it's inside you is exposed from top and bottom to the world that's why we need all of these good bacteria to protect us so the last thing you want to do if at all possible is to disrupt or interfere with or kill off those normal bacteria because what happens then is that the playing field the arena in which they're living if you wipe them out then something that generally shouldn't be living there or something that is being kept quiet by them being there overgrows and the most common thing we see is thrush which is a fungus called candida albicans albicans meaning white that's why when you look into the throat you get this kind of white lacy appearance inside the lips on what we call the buccal mucosa inside the cheeks you will see a white lacy sometimes a slight cottage cheesy kind of look Mm. if it's more extensive it'll extend down onto the soft palate and the uvula it even extends down onto the pharynx and sometimes onto the vocal cords. The tongue, because the tongue's moving so much, you don't get big layers of thrush on the tongue unless it's really severe. Mm. So it's really under the lips. Thrush is not generally painful, but in younger children, it certainly can affect their sucking, make them feel a little bit uh, uncomfortable in the mouth. Uh, they can be a bit more drooly, uh, and it's very, it's very easily treated. Yeah. So two things on that: that if it's on the side of the the cheeks, you can actually try to scrape it off. And when you scrape it off, it leaves a little red pink patch. Well, the only reason you would scrape it off is if you were uncertain. So if it's yes. kind of sticking off like a little piece of cottage cheese, your question is, is that, is that food or is that a bit of thrush? <laughs> so if you go and give it a little wipe or a scrape, as you've said, Mike, and it comes off, well, clearly it's food. Yes. If it comes off with a bit of difficulty and there's a bit of a ready patch or a bit of bleeding, mm-hmm. that's, that's the thrush. thrush. Yeah, so that was the first thing. Second thing is because, like Simon, you said that the can the tube it goes from the mouth to the bum. Is that if it's in the mouth, it can affect the bum. Correct. And that's very very common in breastfed or breastfed babies and formula fed. So just in babies. I saw a three and a half year old yesterday. Really? Yep, with thrush in the mouth and thrush in the nappy area. Do they have antibiotics? 
Yes, they recently. did. Yes, they did. Mm. Okay, we'll, we'll unpack that. Anyway, so if your baby's breastfeeding or formula feeding, we need to treat the source. We need to identify the source and then treat it. And often that source is either the breast themselves, because if the, the baby has thrush on the breast, either it's infecting the breasts, the skin on the breasts, or the breasts are infecting the baby. Yeah, the we, breast, if we don't break that cycle, it's going to keep coming back. Yeah, you may not necessarily see a rash on the nipple or areola, but you certainly will feel a little sensitive. It'll be, it'll, it'll be different and a bit irritated and a bit mm. itchy. And if the baby's bottle fed, we need to make sure that the bottles themselves are sterilized. Because sometimes, once again, it can be forwards or backwards. Like if their mouth is infected, they can infect the bottles. And if you're not sterilizing the bottles properly, it's going to cause an overgrowth of thrush. So let's just unpack that for a second. We see lots and lots of children. In fact, every child we see who's drinking from a bottle or who has thrush, the bottles are being sterilized. Hmm. So sterilizing doesn't mean you're not going to get thrush. Yeah. So the important thing is... Wash the bottles in hot water before you put anything into it, and then don't leave them standing around. Mm. So make it as you need it and use it. Yes. That's the trick. Otherwise, you know, you can sterilize something, leave it standing out on the side. If you're making a formula, you put the formula in, remember, the formula is not mm. sterile. Yeah. If you haven't really scrubbed up your hands, nothing's sterile about the time it gets to the baby. Mm. And if it's been sitting there for six hours, exactly. it's going to so. grow. And that also raises another point. Thrush or candida, candida albicans, it loves moist, warm, dark, dark environments. Yeah. That's why you get infections in the mouth, infections in the bum, because that is where it's all moist and like thrush sweaty. In, thrush, in your, thrush or fungus in your bread tin. Yes. In your bread. Yeah, in your bread. <laughs> when it picks, it's, it's in that area. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, anywhere that is moist, warm and sweaty. They love it. So we need to make sure that everything, like if it's affected, we try and dry it out. And <clears throat> so if, if your child does have thrush, you actually need to get an antifungal. We generally use gels and creams, depending on whether it's mouth or on the skin. There are some liquids that you can get, but it has to be an antifungal. Mm. can't be a mixture of creams or a cortisone-based cream or a moisturizing cream or a glycerin cream. Or, it has to, have an, it has to have an antifungal. <laughs> Without an antibiotic, just an antifungal, and it clears very quickly. Yeah. Normally it clears within one to two days. Yeah. But generally we say treat, if it's on the skin and also in the mouth, treat for two days after it disappears. Yeah, I think that's a good rule. Okay, so I think that is probably a good place to end off just for now. We are going to split this podcast in two and carry on with the viral infections that happen in the mouth. Uh, and we're going to unpack that because we there's a lot of stuff to discuss. If your children have allowed you to. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you found this of value, please be sure to sign up to our email list at www.care4kids.co.za. And that's the numeral four. And subscribe in your favorite podcast app or follow us on Facebook. At two Pete in a podcast. At two Pete in a podcast. TWO, not the numerical two. This is our disclaimer. The information we have given you in this podcast is our own personal professional opinion. We're giving it to you for your own information. Please don't use it to treat yourself or to treat anybody else. Rather, go and see your own medical healthcare provider and follow their advice.